In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Get ready. It's time for Motherhood Talk Radio, live on Toganet.com. Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck, is the most powerful voice in women's issues today. As the owner of Motherhood Incorporated, Sandra brings you inspiring, influential, and interesting resources to help you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio features the powerful voices of Christy Hawley, Robin Boyd, Linda Franklin, Tracy Coston, Dan. Annie Kiernan, Susan Haid, and Lisa Dietress. Together, these women bring you everything from the latest crafting tips to how to be sexy in your 40s, from great parenting tips to moms living with cancer, and most importantly, how to bounce back with style. Motherhood Talk Radio helps you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Being all you can be starts right here, right now. Let's do it. Here's your host, Sandra Beck. Hey, mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm flying solo today. Christy Holly has, uh, her mother-in-law had an unexpected surgery, so we wish her well. She's in recovery, and Christy's hanging out in the hospital. And Robin Boyd, well, Robin is AWOL. No, she's not really. She's got some things to do, so you're stuck with me today. But we have a fantastic show. Um, we're going to talk about the ins and outs of these charity events that you see on TV. You know, when you turn on the news, you'll see, oh, there was a gala event here. Oh, there was this, you know, fundraiser there. And you see all these beautifully dressed people with great hair, great makeup, great clothes. And you look around and see all this fantastic food. And it looks so easy. I mean, it just looks like it comes together at the drop of a hat. And you just put your credit card down and plan this event. And I can tell you from personal experience, you know, I flew out from Los Angeles to New York City this past week. Uh, to attend this event. And oh my God, is it a lot of work just to get there? I mean, I was in seven airports in four days. And, you know, I had to get my hair done, my nails done, um, you know, find what you know, I was going to wear and then pack it in my carry-on and then, you know, fit all my makeup, which, you know, with the new um, guidelines with what you can bring on your carry-on, I thought it was so funny that, like, I can't bring, you know, my favorite Clinique moisturizer because it was, you know, over the three-ounce limit, but I can bring a curling iron and a flat iron. So I thought that was pretty amazing, um, you know, for uh, traveling. But, you know, it's so much work for these events, and it's so much fun. So I want to talk about uh, the event, how it came about. It was if you guys want to check out the website, it's Shining Service Worldwide. And we're going to welcome two of the events, uh, the founder and one of the coordinators. I don't even know what she did. She seems like she did everything. Uh, Linda Franklin and Trish Rubin are joining me from New York City. Uh, girls, are you on the line? I am here. There's I'm, Linda. I'm here too, Sandra. Hi. Hey, Hi, Trish. Linda. Hi, Sandra. 
Well, girls, first, I want to congratulate you on such an outstanding event. And, you know, I sit on the board of a couple different charities. I've also volunteered for women's empowerment and children's empowerment charities. And I got to tell you, being part of this was so much fun because the energy was great. The people were great. Normally in events like this, people are ready to kill each other by the time the event came around. And I didn't see that. And I know, you guys, I know this was a lot of work for you. And I'm going to go to Linda first. And Linda, when you came up with the idea of having this event, did you have any idea how much work it was? Not a clue. <laughs> because I think if I knew ahead of time what, what, how many women it would take, how much manpower it would take, how much expertise it would take, how, I mean, everything, I, I don't know if I would have done it. So maybe sometimes ignorance is bliss. <laughs> uh, and it certainly was in this case, uh, but you know, once we started it, uh, there was there was no backing out, and we just kept getting more and more help from a fabulous group of people, and um, in the end, it just all came together magically. <laughs> Magically. I mean, there were so many details, you know, from the location, choosing the location. And that's got to be really difficult in New York City. Well, well, yeah, well, Trish will tell you, it was because we had a venue all picked out back in January. We were going to have it in the Samsung showroom at the Time Warner Center, which is lovely in Columbus Circle. It was terrific, and they were excited. We were excited. Um, and this was, I think we arranged this before Christmas. And then right after New Year's, we, Trish got an email saying, sorry, but we're closing that, the showroom, so no event. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so you can go on, out, Trish, because it was like, you know, then it was the mad scramble. <laughs> yeah. I think that what if you're going if you're going to do things like this, you have to. And I think you know, Linda and I are a great team together um, because uh, I'm the eternal optimist, and Linda is always holding my feet to the fire, and I'm always going, "Come on, Linda, let's let we can do this, we can do this." So it's great. And when that first happened, I think both of us at that when it happened and we lost the venue. Uh, we both looked at each other and said, it doesn't matter, we're going to do it. And we felt that way, but again, when it got to be, I think we didn't get, we didn't get a replacement for, the, for it until so about almost March, right? March. Yeah. yeah. It was tough to believe in it, but I think we just learned how to do these things or at least be part of them because doing it again, we'll, we'll make sure that we do it a different way, but we'll, we'll always have that belief, I think, that we've got something so solid to celebrate that all good things will come to it and that's really what happens when you have a good cause people will will find uh, their place with you now when the venue canceled what did you guys think did you think it was a bad omen or did you just go well this is just part of it and move on no um, I think we both thought that this was probably a good omen because if it was meant to be, it would have happened. So there's something better uh, coming down the pike. And and it was. That's what happened. Uh, but we suffered for it. And, and <laughs> yes, because it and, held and, us you back. Know, it's like having a baby. I kept saying to Linda, it's like we're in labor here because we're just really we don't know if it's going to be a girl or a boy, but it's going to be something. Yeah. And um, yeah, we were just constantly being surprised. And uh, but I think we we understood that we were going to have something. And I think if people are going to do things like this 
for their businesses, for their causes, they're great because it gives you such credibility. Uh, it, give, it puts you in a level that people recognize. They see people around you. You've got great video. You've got pictures. You've got so much that you can archive and use to promote your cause or your business. So it's really something that you have to kind of join the club and get in, involved with. But it's, it, you're playing with the big boys and girls then. It's tough, it's tough to do, but it's worth it. What do you think, both of you, what was the hardest part of just putting the event together? We haven't even got to the event, you know, (laughs) we haven't chosen the food, we haven't, you know, talked about all the wonderful people that came. What was the hardest part for this for you, Linda? Well, I think uh, going back to the venue, it was very, very tough uh, finding one, especially in this economy, because before, um, especially in New York, there's so many places, and a lot of them would offer that to you, uh, you know, free of charge. Just have it at our, our place. It's our pleasure. You know, it's for a good cause. But that's not the case anymore. Now they want to get paid uh, big numbers, especially, you know, it's New York City, big numbers to have the event there. And then, of course, to have it catered. Not, and what I was worried about, I would, it would be all to go to the, uh, for, to the party and nothing to the cause. So that was that was um, you know that was something I had to to wrestle with, uh, but luckily you know we we had people that really helped us uh, work that out uh, by coming coming and and sponsoring uh, some some things for us, so we did not have to take the money uh, that was going to the charity uh, and use it for the party. That's very interesting that the change in the economy, you know, affected how a charity event has run. Now, Trish, we've got about two minutes uh, till we go to commercial break. Can you tell me what was the hardest part for you in putting together the Shining Service Worldwide event this past week? For me, it was really learning to understand the people who are involved, their perspective, how when you bring people into a space and you ask them to work for you, and a lot of it is done pro bono, uh, allowing them the room that they need to deliver, and as much as you want them to deliver in the way you would like them to, giving them the uh, permission to do it the way they can do it, and even going down to the wire. I mean, we had a huge the problem on the last day and allowing that to happen and and let the people who are involved in it um, help me to you know to break through that last challenge so that to me was a real learning um, piece that just to trust that people who are there for you will uh, will deliver 90% of the time they're going to do that well, and especially when there's not the obligation of a paycheck. You know, these are, majority of them were volunteers uh, helping at different turns. And, you know, you've got different groups and organizations coming in uh, together to help. That's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, and I've seen some big powerhouse organizations who operate with one or two people on the payroll, and everybody else is, is volunteering, and that comes after time. But I think what what we learn is that we have something that's a good cause, and that as people understand it and want to be part of it, we'll be in that place as well. We'll have, to, we'll have so many volunteers, we won't know what to do with them. <laughs> that's a good thing. That's a good thing. You know, and volunteering, you know, from the volunteer standpoint is so important because 
It's one of the few times that you can actually give of yourself and not of your wallet. And in this economy, you know, there's a lot of issues over money. You know, a lot of people don't have disposable income, um, but what they can do is volunteer their time, their talents, and their efforts uh, to different charitable organizations, and that makes a huge difference, and it's really good for your heart, and I'll tell you guys, volunteering for needy organizations like that is one of the best ways to bust you out of your funk. If you're feeling depressed, if you don't know what you're doing with your life, go out and help somebody who has a lot less, and you'll feel really good. Well, my name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio. And we are here today with Trish Rubin and Linda Franklin of Shining Service Worldwide. You guys got to check out their website. That's shiningserviceworldwide.com. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about the funny stories around the charity event that happened this week. And um, we're going to share what we learned collectively as women working together. Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. Got my dreams, got my life, got my love. Got my friends, got the sunshine above. Why am I making this hard on myself when there's so many Thursday nights, get ready for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette, at 11, 10 Central on Toginet.com. What are the Read My Lips Tips for Success? Well, it's spelled out like this. R, realize it is possible. E, embrace all relationships. A, advance through adversity. D, develop your significance. M, manage your health and wealth. Y, yield to your natural abilities. L, listen to your heart. I, invest in yourself. P, persist by taking small steps. And S, serve others. Each week on the show, you'll find a safe haven whereby tips, insights, and strategies are shared by Linnea and her guests. Go to Linnea's website, readmylipstips.com. Then join us Thursday nights at 11, 10 p.m. Central for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette on toginet.com. Connect with Juliana and connect with what lies beneath. Friday afternoons at 4 or 3 Central on toginet.com. Juliana is certified as a life coach who wants people to connect. Connect with what lies beneath, those truths and answers. And through her counseling practice, she has helped others find their personal power and fulfill their dreams. And she wants to do the same for you here on Connect with Juliana. Through intimate discussions, intriguing subject matters, and the expertise of her guests. For more on Juliana and her show, check out her website, connectwithjuliana.com. Juliana will cover it all. Nothing is off limits. She wants to know what matters to you. Make the connection. Tune in to Toginet to connect with Juliana to find out the facts that could be hidden beneath the surface. Connect with Juliana on Toginet to make a quality connection in your life. Friday afternoons at 4, 3 Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck. 
bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey, Mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here flying solo this week as Robin and Christy are otherwise occupied. I have two lovely ladies joining me today, Trish Rubin and Linda Franklin of Shining Service Worldwide. For those of you that are unfamiliar with the outstanding work that this charity does, um, they empower women uh, from the inside out, make them beautiful, make them feel great. These makeovers that are done, they're so fantastic. I mean, what girl does not want a makeover. Now, Linda, why don't you tell me um, how the idea from Shining Service Worldwide came about with respect to the makeovers? That's a good question. I mean, it's amazing with what's happening uh, with, with Shining Service. Things just kind of, um, <laughs> I don't know, they just happen. It's not like they're planned, and it's like, that's so unlike me, because I like to micromanage everything, and Shining Service is just kind of flying on its own and doing better than anything I could micromanage. Well, when we started Shining Service, and it's a baby, it's only 18 months old. So when we started, uh, the first thing that we ever did was have these Shining Service bracelets. Uh, that we, we, we sent uh, boxes to uh, Afghanistan and Iraq, and, and the women we had there that were, were, were serving, we're, we're giving them out to any woman that they could, you know, that they could see in uniform, and that was great. And women here were buying them uh, and wearing them in support of, of our women in service. And then um, it was good, but it wasn't enough. And so I think Trish and I just came up with the idea, well, wouldn't it be nice to go to the next step and just do makeovers? And, and we did that. We started that last, uh, last May for Fleet Week. We did our first makeover, and it was such a success, and the women loved it so much that we decided, okay, well, we're going to go down this road, and we've done five or six since then, and we're going to continue doing them because the women feel so good. Now, you were, you were here, San, San and you, you, you introduced one of the women that we made over for this year's Fleet Week, and um, I mean, and she was in our video. And seeing her in our video and then actually seeing her in person after the makeover, you hardly recognized her, right? I didn't. I didn't recognize her, in all honesty. You know, I had seen that original video a couple times, and I didn't recognize her when I saw her at the event. One of the things that happened, Linda, and this is this means no disrespect to anything that you guys are doing, but at first when I thought Combat Hoover makeovers, oh, you're giving makeovers, isn't that nice? They get their hair cut, they get their nails, oh, isn't that nice? It really didn't impact me to the level that it did until I saw the before and after in Sabrina and it's amazing Linda what for us as women a little beauty treatment does for the inside you know we think about our hair our makeup our nails our clothes all those things but what it gave especially Sabrina and the other women that I had the pleasure of meeting was this confidence this this energy that wasn't there before and I think we can all relate to the little pick-me-up we get you know from a manicure or pedicure or getting our hair cut or you know a new style or a new shirt when you get this whole makeover that they got 
it was a makeover from the inside out. And that I really didn't get until I got there and yeah. saw what um, you know, saw what the effects were because it sounds fluffy, you know, oh, you get a makeover that sounds fluffy, but it's so much more than that, Linda. And I want you to talk a little bit about that. Well, it's a great first step because, um, when you look good, you, you, you feel good. And when you feel good, you want to look good. So they, they, you know, it's kind of a circle and you always, that's a good circle that you want to be in. And you're, the lady you introduced, Sabrina, what'd she say to you? She says, I feel really pretty for the first time in my life, and now I can really go and get them. And, you know, the, these women have, uh, a lot of these women have really big issues, but when they look in the mirror and they like what they see, it's going to give them the confidence to maybe go out and look for an, another job or to, or to change other things in their life. Now, we're, we're not stopping at the makeovers. You know, we're going to be doing the power of 10 and we're looking for, you know, transitional homes for, for homeless veteran women. But it, it is definitely a psychological lift that leads to other good things. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, we talk a lot about on Motherhood Talk Radio how, you know, as moms, we put our kids first, we put the needs of our husbands if we have them uh, first, um, and then we're the last ones on the boat, which is why we show up, um, you know, at school events looking haggard. And <laughs> Trish and Linda, I have to tell you this funny story, and then I want to ask Trish a little bit about, you know, the relationship of beauty with being a single mother of three. A year ago, girls, I was so stressed out, or maybe two years ago now, I actually walked to the school to pick up my son at 1245. It was a minimum day. And I looked in the windows, like, you know how you can see a reflection as you're walking? And I thought, oh my God, who is that woman? And, you know, she had like these old, old, you know, old Navy sweats on and this t-shirt that was like two sizes too small with American flag on the front. And as I got closer, I was like, God, her hair looks electrocuted because it was all on top of my head sticking out. But the worst is yet to come. As I got closer, the other moms were kind of looking at me and looking at each other and looking strange. I had been highlighting a document for the last three hours working on this research project that I was getting paid not much money for, but I had to pay my mortgage as a single mom. Well, I guess I got so tired that when I put the pen up to my face, I had drawn green highlighter over the top of my lip, the top of my cheek. And I just looked in the mirror, you know, looked in my reflection and thought, oh my God, what has the world come to? And my outer reflection was so perfect for my inner reflection of how scattered, how frightened, you know, my mom was sick, going through a divorce, raising these two little kids, trying to figure it out. I was a disaster and it showed inside and out. And that had to do something. Looking in the mirror like that, that didn't shock me. That shocked me out of a when, lot of things. When your, son, um, when your son saw you, did he walk right past and say, that's not my mama? <laughs> he should have. Thank God kids, when they're five, love you no matter what. That's they're like right. dogs. They just love Look, you. she was doing arts and crafts at home. Uh, yeah, draw it on my own face. Yeah. I mean, this is the God honest truth, girls. It got that bad for me that I walked out the door not even 
aware. And I know that had to do something to my sense of self. And, and Trish, I want to talk to you about your experience with respect to beauty, the power of beauty and your sense of self, especially when you're going through a difficult time. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I, it personally, um, yeah, I think that uh, it's very hard because women, we always, we always put ourselves at the end of the to-do list, and everything on the to-do list has very little to do with us. So uh, I, re- I really um, it resonates with me that that looking in the mirror, at looking in the reflective glass on a, a street, and I, I'll bet there are millions of women who have had that that same feeling where you you go, who's that woman? That's me. <laughs> and you just can't believe where you are and, and what you, you know, where you are and what you look like. I, I think uh, not because superficial beauty, you know, we see so much of it and the skinny models and the attention to, to being beautiful for someone else. So I think the difference is if you can get through, if you can get into your head that you want to be beautiful because it's about you, it's for yourself, and that's okay. That, that that's an okay thing because the to-do list is for you. And move yourself up there and feel that power of feeling confident and beautiful for yourself, not for the other women uh, who you know, hang out with, not for any other reason, not for men. You know, just feel good about yourself because it's beauty is, and beauty is health. And I've learned so much from Linda, working with Linda over the last two years, about that because she lives that. And um, what I did see, speaking of the last, uh, the event last week, uh, we got an incredible testimony from one of the makeover women, actually Sabrina, that was just so deeply touching. Uh, yes, it's not just makeover; it, it, it unlocks something in someone. Uh, it actually, I think, what she said it, it gave her a fresh start and it gave her a reason to keep going because she saw something in herself now that she was made over. And actually, too, I'm very grateful for the people who work to do the makeover. When we do our makeovers, we partner with with people who are so sensitive to the military issues, you know, that that women have. And when I came at that event to bring the women out, to introduce them to the crowd, I walked into the room, and I they were all taking pictures. They had a group shot. Someone's taking of them. All the stylists, the makeup people, and the women. And you could see they had bonded. So the women who were helping them with their power of making someone beautiful knew that it was something deep. It wasn't a superficial uh, transformation. It was deeper. It was deeper. Well, and, you know, we have to go to break shortly, but I want to share something with our listeners um, that I learned, especially going through my own issues and, and what I learned with Shining Service and learned, you know, in conjunction with Linda and Trish, is that when I was first divorced and I had these little kids and I'm going through a foreclosure and I'm going through my mom's cancer, 
I didn't know how to take care of myself. When my therapist said to me, Sandra, you need to take better care of yourself. I was like, but I brush my teeth every night, but I, but I kind of brush my hair. You know, I really had no idea what that concept meant. And when we come back from the break, I want to talk to Trish and I want to talk to Linda because they've created this amazing shining service worldwide that empowers our military women. But we're talking today to moms stay-at-home moms, working moms, people who are just like me that get up every day and go, I don't have any idea how to take care of myself. So if you're like me and you want to learn some things, come back after the break and listen to Sandra, Trish, and Linda talk about how to take care of ourselves. Listen as your day unfolds, challenge what the future holds, try and keep your head up to the sky. Love as they may Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. You gotta be bad, you gotta be bold, you gotta be wiser. You gotta be tough, you gotta be stronger You gotta be cool, you gotta be calm You gotta stay together All I know, all I know, love will save the day The Mary Beth Wells Hour is a talk radio show where we reach out, reach deep, and talk about topics of substance. We'll cover points of interest, such as World War II and the Holocaust, the Vietnam War, the planets and the oceans, skydiving, rock climbing, and much, much more. Join me every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as we delve into and discuss fascinating subjects. It's a program to pique your interest for sure. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ali Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on Togenet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopreet. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. As your day unfolds, challenge what the future holds. Trying to keep your head up to the sky. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. 
Hey, mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and today's show we're talking about empowering women through shiningserviceworldwide.com. You can check it out, but also about empowering ourselves. And I invite you guys to go to iTunes or go to toginet.com or go to motherhoodtalkradio.com and go back about a year and look at some of the shows that we did. Uh, both Christy and I, we were both going through very, very rough patches in our life. We talked very openly about how hard it was to raise kids, how to have a husband, how to go through a divorce, how to go through a foreclosure, how to handle cancer, how to handle the death of your mother. I mean, we got hit hard last year, but we talked about it and we brought on experts who helped us. And the funny thing was, girls, it happened not only in my personal therapy, you know, which was part of my divorce recovery, but also it happened on the air where these experts would say, well, girls, you have to take better care of yourself. And, you know, if I had known how, if I had known what that meant, there would have been a chance that I would have done it. But I didn't even have a chance because I didn't even know what that meant. I was so disconnected from everything that had to do with me. And any of you mothers out there know you get to that point at some point in your marriage, in your relationships, in your child rearing. And I'm so happy to have Linda Franklin and Trish Rubin on the show with me today to talk about some of these things because I got to tell you, Linda Franklin's a fox. She is beautiful. <laughs> she takes amazing care of herself. She looks 20 years younger. She acts 20 years younger, not as immature as me, but close. And, um, <laughs> She's successful. She's who I want to be when I grow up. So, um, Linda, what's your secret? The secret is you, you do have to care about yourself. And you can't let the word selfish creep into your vocabulary because it's really not selfish. Because when you're good for you, you're good for everybody else. So even, you know, with kids, a husband, friends, you have to be you have to be there for yourself feeling good about yourself and then you can share that good feeling you know how they say you know um sad people or the people they they water seeks its own level and you always see sometimes you see a group of women together and they look they look miserable and all they have to do is say nasty things about about everybody else you know so you want to be with happy people in order to do that you got to be happy for yourself or they're not going to accept you into into their club either you know and and taking care of yourself it changes from decade to decade to decade you know, when you're 20, you don't have to, you, you, you know, you, you're, you're learning. You, you have a, you're learning, you know, what it means to, to be a woman. And then when you get into your 30s and maybe you're married then and you have kids, so you're learning how to, to, to balance a little bit better or not. And then you get into your 40s and, and if you keep doing the same thing throughout your life, and, and, and putting these stresses on your body, eventually your body is going to start to rebel. And it, you, you, you have to change and you have to pay attention to what your body is telling you. So now, Linda, that it's like you're like I know when I turned 40, Christy and I turned 40 on the air. And, um, you know, we noticed that like recovery time, even working out, our recovery time was longer. We couldn't eat as much. You know, you do change. You do change. Your body chemistry changes. And, you know, as you start to get into perimenopause, which is happening early and earlier these days to so many women for one reason. And guess what the reason is? 
The stress no levels, idea. the stress oh, we're stress. putting our body through is making women go into menopause earlier. You're kidding. No, I'm not. So we're stressing ourselves out of our reproductive years. Well, we're stressing ourselves into really, uh, you know, hurting our bodies. And, and our bodies, you know, in their 20s and 30s can, you know, they, they can take it. But when we start to go into that perimenopause and when our hormones start to deplete, um, you, you, there's major changes. And it's not just in your body. It affects your mind your, and your heart and your brain and all of those things. So you have to pay attention. Um, and, and I always say, go find yourself a really, at that age, go find yourself a really wonderful doctor, whether it's a gynecologist or, or a hormone specialist or an anti-aging specialist that can work with you uh, and understands what you're going through and doesn't say, oh, it's just in your imagination. Or, or if you're going old. through menopause, just just suck it up because that's what women have to do. If your doctor's telling you that, then obviously you're with the wrong doctor because it's team effort. <laughs> I love that. It's a team effort to look this good. You know, J-Lo used to say that. I would love watching J-Lo thank people, you know, because she would stand up there and talk about her glam squad. And she's like, look, <laughs> nobody looks this good. She's like, you know, I have hair and makeup. And, you know, she would name like 20 people, the nutritionist, the trainer, the dresser, you know, all the the airbrusher who would airbrush right. her body. You know, but you're right. It's a team effort. It's and you've got to go effort. out and find the team that works for you because every woman is different and every body is different. So you can't, you know, if I'm doing something and I say, well, Sandra, you do go do the same thing, it may not work for your body. So it really, you know, it's sort of uh, go search until you find the right combo and then you're going to really notice how much better you feel. You know, that's so important that you say that, Linda, because, you know, as part of Motherhood Talk Radio, I get all these diet stuff sent to me. You know, Senso was sent to me, the Vita Life, um, uh, Nutrisystem is talking to me, and then there's another group, the um, Herbalife, is going to meet with me on Thursday. They all want to have me try their products, try their things, try their workouts. You know, so I have a lot of experience with this stuff. And even just the difference between me and Christy, what works for her, and doesn't work for me we're so different even though we're you know the same age the yeah. same demographic it's it's mind-boggling the choices but I think you got to just start somewhere yeah well different bodies different metabolisms and you have to know what works for your body and 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 that's why you have to work with your doctor because nobody knows your body better than you do so it is, it is a team effort. You say, this is what I'm feeling, you know, let's, let, let's work on this because if we can get this under management, you know, the rest is going to kind of fall into place. Now, Trish, what about you? Because you look good too. So what's the secret? <laughs> you know, I'm in New York. I feel like I'm such a bumpkin walking around. You guys are foxes and so many beautiful women at that event. It was really fun and it was like I had all these like beauty mentors walking around. Oh, you look great you look beautiful so, what about Chris, me uh, uh, and so uh, what so what's the question Sandra how about what's your secret what do you do because you have wonderful accessories you've got great clothes you have not butched off your hair you know that what everyone says is oh you know when you get 40 you can't have really long hair <laughs> you know and you guys both of you have great hair yeah I you know um, I think you work with what you have and my 88-year-old mother had always told me, you know, you're going to have legs until you're 
till you die because you have my legs. And my mother had great legs. You know, my mother had great legs. She had a nice figure, and so I was lucky. Uh, my sister looked more like, you know, took after my father, so I heard that all my life. But uh, but I think a lot of it is what you come with and then, you know, what you uh, do, as Linda says so beautifully, how you maintain it. For me, I'm, I try to be active. I, I, I have a bicycle. I, that's, I ride that bicycle as much as I can. Uh, I, I think just being active intellectually and always moving is a good for me. And, yeah, um, I always go for that quote um, in uh, Steel Magnolias that, uh, um, about accessorizing is what separates us from the, the primates. So you know, <laughs> right, you don't see a monkey in earrings, <laughs> right? So that's like definitely what I go for. So I don't know. I just feel like uh, I try to uh, just—it's a brand for me, and that's what I do in my business. So I try to really portray um, interest. Today I went to uh, to BEA, the Book Expo of America, and I actually wound up with a card case that matched my dress. I didn't mean it happen. I just had it. And people were going nuts every time I opened the card case and pulled it out. Men, women were going, my God, you like right down to your card case. You're so New York. Well, I just happened to have the card case, but it was good. But I, I think those kinds of things, you know, when you do those kinds of things and pay attention to detail with the things that make you happy, you don't have to spend a lot of money doing it. And that would be my sort of beauty tip is do what feels right for you and and then play with it and have fun with it. And you, you can be like my little mom at 88 years old. And guess what my mom wears? Linda will smile when I say it. Every time I see my mother in her, her subacute facility, she's wearing her shining service bracelet. She puts it on every morning. Oh. And to her, it makes her say, why do you do that, Mom, every day? It makes me feel pretty. <laughs> You know, that's so important, you know, just that it makes me feel pretty. And I, I got to say, because, you know, the listeners today won't really be able to see what you guys look like, but each of you have great individual style. I won't say that you look like any movie star, that you dress, you know, with any any certain um, look or feel. It's your look. You know, if I look at something and I see, you know, Trish, I will go, wow, that looks like something Trish would wear, or that would look like something Linda would wear, not the designer going, you know, I follow the designer label. And I think that's one of the things that that to me really showcases each of your unique beauty because we really want to make ourselves shine, not the accessories, not the um, clothes. And I think that's what struck me most of all with the Shining Service event because, yes, the women had great hair and they had beautiful makeup and they had beautiful clothes on. But what you couldn't you couldn't apply was the twinkle in their eye was the crinkles around their eyes that was a genuine smile that the goofy giggling getting their hair done that's something you can't apply you can't buy you can't put it on um so i learned a lot from the shining service uh worldwide event and um 
I think everyone listening today should get involved. I'm going to give you the website, www.shiningserviceworldwide.com. Whatever talents, whatever monies you want to donate to the organization or just, you know, get on our blog and say hi. That's so important that we collectively do this as women for other women. Now, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk to Linda and we're going to talk to Trish about getting involved and what getting involved means to them because neither of them have jumped on and benefited financially from this endeavor they've just chosen this as part of their lifestyle so we want to talk about what they get out of it stay with us there's lots more great conversation to come on motherhood talk radio with sandra beck right after these messages That's the word uttered when you know you have the upper hand or you're the winner. Well, now we have the Booyah Radio Hour with Martin Brassi. Tuesdays at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. Martin's show is all about helping speakers and authors find their niche, create their brand, and achieve massive success. Each week, Martin will interview guests from around the world who have achieved tremendous success as speakers and authors. You'll find out who they are, what they do, and how you can follow in their footsteps to achieve incredible results. Guests will come from around the world of business, entertainment, finance, the arts, and sciences. Nothing is off topic. No subject too taboo. We'll share valuable information as well as huge laughs as we discover the ups and downs of being a successful speaker and author. The Booyah Radio Hour with Martin Pressey. Tuesdays at 9, 8 central on togedad.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Tokenet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. 
Hey, mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I was just digging through my pile of notes to find who we have next week. And on next week's show, we're going to bring on Tracy Costin. If you guys don't remember her, she is our movement expert. She talks about different forms of dance and how we can use that with our children, with our families, uh, as a stress release, as a workout, the power of music, the power of beats. It's so much fun. She's also the woman that we did the belly dancing show on the air with. So um, it's always a treat when Tracy Costin joins us. Uh, Today, though, we're here with Linda Franklin and Trish Rubin, who are the masterminds behind the Shining Service Worldwide event that I went to last week, which is why I was not on the air. I had a great time. The Shining Service event empowers women, and it provides them with these makeovers that were so much fun. They were so much fun. These girls just came out looking fabulous. You could you could see it that they felt it right down to their bones and everyone listening today can resonate with how we feel that way. And I want to ask the girls, uh, Trish and Linda, what have you learned from your association with Shining Service as it relates to the empowerment and betterment of women? And I know that's a mouthful, but you guys go above and beyond the call of duty. You guys aren't making millions of dollars doing this, but you are making a difference. So I'm going to go to Linda first and ask you, Linda, what what are your ahas, your profound you know things that you take away with the association with Shining Service worldwide? I've, you know, it's hard. There's a, there's a ton, but so I'll try to identify the ones that really, you know, just slap me in the face every day. Um, and that is, uh, the first one is you can't do this by yourself. It's a team effort. If you, if you try to accomplish all of this on your own, you're going to fall flat on your face because it, it doesn't work. Uh, the second of all is you really have to have faith in that the universe is going to come through for you. If you're doing a good thing, you're putting in the effort, uh, you just have to sit back and no, try not to micromanage everything. Uh, just, you know, put your best efforts forward, be satisfied with that, and uh, go on to the next. And as, take time to celebrate your victories. Because that's really important. As women, we always we could do twenty thousand things that are great, and we're going to focus on the one thing we didn't do so good. <laughs> I mean, so you know true. that. You know, we all we all do that. So I'm learning to really take some time. In fact, this week I'm not I'm not making myself crazy. I'm trying to bask mm-hmm. in that good feeling that I you know we got we got from this event, and you know, and, and then. I'm learning how to use my male energy and my female energy more effectively. Uh, this Charities won't work just on female energy because you may have that, oh, it's all going to work out and it's going to be great and I'm doing such good stuff. But you, you need the male energy to move it forward and to really, you know, kind of have a, a plan. It's got to run like a business. Charities um, need to be run like a business uh, in order to survive. But then when you're dealing with the people that you need to deal with that are making it happen, you have to pull back and just not be as aggressive. You have to let other people have their say, do their thing, and just, you know, kind of sometimes you just have to sit in the background. Um, and that, you know, that's the feminine energy. Just watch other people do their things well. Know what you do well and do that. And know what you don't do well and let other do that for you. And that, you know, that's really tough for a lot of women because we want to do it all. But uh, when, when you do, that's where the stress and the burnout and all of those things 
uh, occur. So, I mean, all those are that's just a handful of things that you know that I'm learning um, every day that I'm working on Shining Service. You know, Linda, that's so powerful, you know, that you talk about that, especially the end part where you said, you know, as women, we're used to doing it all. You know, the whole thing of like, I can do this. I can do that. I can volunteer. I can do this for my kids. I will do this for my husband. I will do this. And that's where we get to, you know, drawing on our face with a highlighter and walk into school looking like a wreck. I think it's such a good reminder that we don't do this alone. You know, Hillary Clinton was famous for saying that African proverb that it takes a village to raise a child. Um, Well, I'm thinking it takes more than a couple villages to raise a charity. Yes, absolutely. You know, and and it's knowing who can really, you know, who who to who to choose, who works well with you, and who can really move this thing along. And you know, you have to be willing to let people go too. And that you know, that's part of the business mentality. Um, You you want to have the most effective team uh, possible to make to make it happen because there's a lot of people to help and we really have to, you know, keep the train moving out of the station. Absolutely. Trish, I'm going to throw the mic over to you and ask you the same question. What are the ahas? What are the profound uh, things that you take away from your affiliation with Shining Service Worldwide? Uh, For me, my feeling is meaning and for people who are listening to find something that uh, that that is meaningful to you. It may not be uh, what you thought your your path was going to be about, but if it's calling to you, go for it and find some real meaning, and 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 try to compress it in some way so that you're not trying to. We want to take we we want the charity to grow and we want our efforts in, to grow, but to kind of draw a circle around where we think we want to be and then really go deep, drill down, find the people who want to take that journey with us and really work in that way. So when you're looking for meaning and empowerment in your life, uh, I don't know, it's kind of funny. I'm just thinking like of the Wizard of Oz when she clicks her heels and says there's no place like home. She went to a place of meaning, Dorothy. So go to your place of meaning and click your heels and just make sure that you're drilling down and you're with people you want to be with and that that energy of those people, whatever you're choosing to do, you know, if it's a charity, if it's writing your your great American novel, you know, if it's opening your business, uh, as Linda said, find you know find your team, find the people who want to be with you, and then in that circle, get as deep as you can with them, and that's what I think is happening here. Well, and I think you know I like what you talk about. The analogy of the Wizard of Oz and the ruby slippers and Dorothy clicking her heels because, you know, the funny thing about that whole movie, and I didn't get this, you know, until I was older because I was too busy being scared by the tornado and the witch, but um, Dorothy had the power all along. And I think that's one of the things that I have learned uh, through working with you guys on Shining Service is that 
that we as women have the power all along, but it's our own belief in ourselves that crumbles away by the choices we make, by the people we allow in our lives. You know, on yesterday's show on Military Mom, my shameless plug for Military Mom Talk Radio, which airs on TogiNet Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we had a guest on, Mark Williams, who talked about the power of saying no and how important it is that we want to go through all the no's so that we can can get to the yeses. And he related that not only to, you know, clients and business and being a productive business, but being productive in your community and a great family and a great family member um, and having great friends. Because, you know, like for me, when I moved to this new community, I got to make the decision of who's going to be my friends now. You know, I have my New York friends. I've got my Chicago friends. You know, I had my downtown Los Angeles and Beverly Hills friends while I moved to this new rural area. And all of a sudden, it was really interesting to me because I had the choice of making friends. And I thought to myself, do I want a lot of friends? Do I want a few friends? And I chose to have a select few. But what was interesting, girls, is when we applied the concept of opportunity cost. What's the cost? of me doing this as opposed to something else, I thought, well, what's the cost of me taking on this friend that I really don't like and she kind of annoys me and her kids bug me versus waiting to see what friend I could make that really fulfills me. And that's the funny thing that happened with Shining Service, you guys, is because I ended up making so many friends with this one charity endeavor, more friends than I probably made in my collective years of volunteering Um made these friends. I mean, Linda, I got to become your friend. Trish, I got to be your friend. There's a couple other uh, ladies that I've met through these that, you know, I just really, really, I admire them. I adore them. If I hadn't done this, I would have lost the opportunity to meet you guys. And that's a big deal. Linda, can you talk about that? Yeah, it's when you put yourself out there, you never know what's going to come back. You have to get over the fear. You have to get uh, the fear of the unknown because uh, we don't, we can't be afraid. Or if we are afraid, we have to do it anyway because that's the only way you're going to move to to the next place. Um, and and so that's you know, shining service. Uh, it, w- it was very. It would have been very easy not to go down that road. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I had the real cougar woman and other things that I was doing, but, uh, you know, it just felt right. I know nothing about not-for-profit. I know nothing about the military, but I went there anyway, and uh, you know what? I'm learning as I go with wonderful people, so it's every day you don't know what's going to come down the pike, and it's very exciting. It is very exciting. Trish, you want to say anything before we sign off the air today? No, I, I think uh, we've all... I really feel like uh, the energy that people bring through their relationships and how they let themselves be open to possibility is what makes good things happen. So uh, as we build our relationships, we started with a relationship building of knowing each other, and look where we've come. And we've got a long way to go, and anybody who's listening, just keep to empower yourself, keep building positive relationships. 
Well, you guys, thank you so much for being on Motherhood Talk Radio today. My guests have been Linda Franklin and Trish Rubin of Shining Service Worldwide. That's www.shiningserviceworldwide, spelled out just like it sounds. And I think I want to close the show with this thought. One of the things that happened when I aligned myself with Shining Service Worldwide, Linda Franklin and Trish Rubin, was that I came into it thinking that I will help all these women, I will bring all this knowledge to them, I will open their eyes for these things. And the funniest thing happened, I think I learned more than everybody. I learned more about myself, I learned more about the empowerment of women, and as a result, empowered myself and my friends. So I want to thank you guys for giving me that opportunity. We will be back next week with Tracy Costin. We will talk about the power of movement in our daily lives. And I want to thank everyone for making this show possible because we really do need to stick together. Thanks for being with us today on Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck. Motherhood Talk 